Brad Hort talks sci-fi and magicians. Welcome back to Phil Ring, folks. Hey there, everybody. Welcome back to another Pure Fan of Podcast of Brad and Court Talk. I'm Brad. And I'm Court. Welcome back, Florians. Oh, it's a new realm. It's a new regime. Thing. Yes, our girl Margot has left the building, but she's left it in some very good hands. Yes, she has. She left it with a good soundtrack also. Yes, she did. Pat Benatar, we belong. <laughs> because Josh knows how to roll. He does. Oh, And he made her he food. <laughs> Okay, before we jump into that stuff, I just want to remind everybody to check us out over at purefandom.com where you can find our full playlist of recaps and interviews over there and at soundcloud.com as well. Also, be sure to check out some of the other great writers at Pure Fandom. If there's a show or movie you love, someone over there is writing something amazing about it. Court, how can the good people reach us? Well, you can find me on Twitter at Deb, and he's BradZB. Also, be sure to follow at Pure Fandom as well just to keep up to date on the latest articles that have been posted. Also, be sure to check out Pure Fandom on Facebook. And Brad, do you know what else is on Facebook? There are some really awesome like 80s soundtracks out there in, in the groups and stuff that talk about it. It's just amazing. Yes. So go look those guys up and go live in the light and live in the love. Even if you were born in the 90s, we hold nothing against yes, you. I actually... Yeah, like actually, if you have Sirius XM, who's not a sponsor, by the way, but they have this like whole new, like hundred new channels. They have some awesome eighties, nineties, and two thousands like channels that had come up on the app, which are great. I was just jamming out the other day, yeah. going. Or the other ones, you can these. just make your own playlist. Yeah, like, I, I, I'll be on the road, just jamming away to Pat Benatar, mm-hmm. and just like we belong, dude, Invincible. Right, we don't need another hero. No, no, it's all this. Yeah, but still 80s. Yes, definitely. Oh, yeah. Beyond Thunderdome. <laughs> so 80s. Tina. Yes. Okay. <laughs> what up? G- keep keep going. <laughs> okay. So you see how this goes. Uh, we ramble. You know where else we ramble? On our Facebook group, Brad uh-huh. Court Talk to your fandom uh, podcast group, where you can talk about anything under the sun with us, whether it be movies, TV shows, music. If you want to talk about it, we're there for you. And we actually have a lot of great people over there who are starting conversations conversations as well. So if you have something that you want to talk about, make sure you join the Facebook group and drop something. If you want to talk about the episode, let us know. We have people who have been watching this, uh, The Passage, and just a lot of great shows. Or if you've been seeing previews for maybe Avengers Endgame, no spoilers. Yeah, Batman shows up. Oh, like just Brad. I I finally watched it. So usually I try to avoid watching uh, trailers after was it Terminator Genesis kind of reveal everything. Yeah, trailer. Uh Yeah, there's that. But most of them have been getting much better now. Can we still still go back? We can still go back to the uh, Sons of Anarchy trailer, right? <laughs> like, oh, somebody died. No, oh, he no, did. there he is. The yeah, so yeah. <laughs> See, that's the conversation that you get on the Facebook group. If you are a Van Helsing fan, make sure you join the conversation as well over there with the Van Helsing Facebook group. A lot of great people over there, some cool art. And uh, I believe someone, Katie, was saying to go shout some love out, love out for uh, Van Helsing on Twitter. Please go shout some love out also for Winona Earp. They are having some issues. Their production company, they're supposed to start shooting or have already supposed to have started shooting, but there's some money issues going on. Mm-hmm. Uh, this fan base is amazing. Go show some love over on uh, Twitter, Facebook, whatever your social happens to be that you love. Go show some uh, fight for Winona Earp love over there. Go Earpers. You guys are awesome. Definitely. Make it happen, yeah. people. Yes. 
we need it. I need to see Alice and Doc. Mm-hmm. And oh. we got to see what happened after they went to heaven. Yeah, seriously. There's a lot I need to know. See, no spoilers because you don't know who we're talking about. Mm-hmm. All right, Brad. So bringing it back from heaven because we do have gods on the magicians. Yes, we do. <sighs> we are on episode 409. Thank you for moving that up. The serpent. Margot gets dethroned and her exit is very badass and very 80s. It is not Mariah Carey. Penny takes a trip with the monster and gets some not-so-good news. Also, of course, Everett's the bad guy because clearly he's the bad guy. Mm-hmm. The episode was written by Sarah Gamble and Alex Ritter, and it was directed by Carol Banker. And we have this guy in a mask who has a head star on his arm, and he's oh. infecting some other guy with a worm. Uh-huh. We know this went really bad in Star Trek to Wrath of Khan already. Yeah. So, but this goes worse because when he casts a spell, it kind of just kills you. So the serpent group, hmm, what do you think? They're very scary, and I don't want to mess with those guys. I have no idea what's going on. I know we had the the other hedge witch who blew up the librarian on the other side where Alice was with right. Sheila. And now we have these guys. Like some really shady, dark things are happening. Yeah. And I need our magicians to get involved because this is not cool. Exactly. They need to get some stuff going on. Um, Alice shows up, tells Carrie the uh, tells Carrie tells Katie the hedges are calling her the new Marina. <laughs> yeah, she's not very happy to see Alice. No, uh, everybody's having it's it's cool. It's cool to see how Alice is slowly being introduced back into the group after her betrayal last season. Uh-huh. Worked with Q and Julia a little bit earlier in the season, and now she's back with Katie, who punched her in the face, and she feels better after punching her. She does. <laughs> and I just like that Alice is slowly winning the group back over. Mm-hmm. It's getting there. Yeah. Um, Alice is way down there on my favorite characters, but you know. She's you know, she's making her, well, I can't say that because I, I love all these guys. Like even Q, who used to be my least favorite because I just didn't know about him. But yeah. She, so when we play least favorite. That's not saying a lot because they're all pretty awesome. No, it's it's really not. I can say it's my least favorite character, but she has a great storyline going on. She has her own thing totally separate from everybody else. Yeah, and I, her heart was in the right place when she made that final decision to turn off magic. Mm-hmm. I mean, it wasn't in a good place initially where she was trying to steal all the magic for herself because she missed being an infant. <laughs> well, knowing everything. Right. Yeah, there, there was a little bit about that. Um. But she does have a plan to trace the system of magic. Just needs a box to start at. And they also kind of need a molten library. Mm-hmm. Which they kind of got with Zelda, basically. Kind of, sort of. Uh, we do find out the library has a plan about all this stuff going on. They're going to put this reads mark on them. but That they, sounds so holocaust yeah, but, but they need, they're only going to do it to the people who volunteer. It would save the infected from being burned by the, you know, worm. You it know, just sounds like such a bad idea. Yeah, no paperwork, no questions asked. You'll remove it free of charge later. Does I that don't sound way too good to you? Yeah, I it, think yeah, so. Yeah, I don't believe them. Like, don't do that. No. Like, Pete, you're smarter than this. Come on, love lady. Yeah, no, it, no. Mm-mm. Um, Zelda is trying to talk to Harriet, who tells her to find Alice. Yeah, that was a pretty cool scene. 
Yeah, and then at Katie's, Harriet shows up there as well, not to mention at Alice's mom's house. And so she, why did that happen? Well, she's in the mirror realm. She's been shattered. Right, and that she appeared to those three because they're the one that worked on that the cooperative spell. Mm-hmm. Exactly, and since she's shattered, you know, this is where they have the inside with Zelda because, well, Zelda needs her help. Mm-hmm. And... Katie's going to take the responsibility of self-policing the hedges because that's what Katie does. Yep. She is the new Marina and she, hey, somebody's got to do it. And she steps up. She's a cop. Well, She's a good well, to go. I left Katie the Marina 1.0 or 2.0. Katie's come a long way from her when she had her drug issues to the fact that she is now, even though she was the cop there for a, uh, just a while, she has mm-hmm. totally embraced that whole thing. Right. I mean, she kept the gun after all. Yeah, no, she, and we saw that before, like when in that was it the side side characters episode when she is not a side character, mm-hmm. never has been a side character. Um, but like she embraced that this was her path, like that's her strength. She was always considered the fighter of the group, and now she's also the detective of the group as well. Right. And she's like she's she's a leader in her own right, and we're seeing that as she's taken over the uh, the hedges. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's got her plan. She's going on it. Like I think Arjun Gupta, who plays Penny 23 and Penny 40, he actually posted something on, um, I think it was on Twitter. Like Somebody had talked about how they were enjoying seeing her in this role. And uh, he was talking about, yeah, it's good to see her get to shine kind of on her own more than just being a part of a relationship. Like I, I always saw her as more than a part of being in the Penny Katie relationship. Like she was always uh, like that person. She was always the fighter of the group. And like, like I said, it's just cool to see her being able to shine doing other things besides like, Oh, that's Katie's girlfriend. Oh, she's saving him from being sick. Oh no, he's dead. Now she's grieving. Right. Yeah. Katie is, I mean, I, I don't know. I, I just really love the way that Katie's character has progressed so far. And she's, yeah. She just has so much potential in it. It's just, oh, for sure. I love it. So Julia's looking for a clue on what find the binder means. Yeah, and um, when she's actually talking about it with Penny, we see, of course, that uh, Alice is kind of hanging around, and she overhears that thing about the binder. She has no idea what it means, but she writes it down because Alice is always writing down information that she might need later. Well, it's good stuff to write down, things you might need to know later on. Yeah, but again, that will go back to Alice doing shady, shady things. Yeah, but she's trying to get her way back into the group or somewhere because she's, you know, pretty much alone. No one wants her. She is, and it's it's hard seeing her on the outside of the group. Yeah, she has no good friends, so. Hmm. I feel like she still has good friends. I feel like if it really came down to it and she was in trouble, that they would be there for her. Yeah. What she did is still really hard to get over. True, true. We find out that Darth Elliot is only missing one piece of himself. And while Q's looking for it, he, uh, you know, sees a commercial for a psychic. <laughs> uh, that's always great. You know, remember, uh, what was her, what was her name? Chloe? In the what? 80s? No, the psychic in the 80s who, who did the whole thing. The Jam- Jamaican lady who wasn't actually oh, Jamaican at wow. all. Oh man! Was Who it Miss was, was it Miss Chloe or something like that? So the- <laughs> no, wait a minute. Psychic connection. Well, now I got to look it up. <laughs> it may have been nineties. 
Um, oh, it was it was Miss Cleo. That was it. Yes! It was Miss Cleo. Hold on, let me see. If Don't I you really want to know? Okay, I was wondering who the father of my baby was. All right, let's take a look. The Miss Cleo DNA test. I'm <laughs> solely. <laughs> So, for those of you who don't remember this Miss Cleo, how can you not remember the Miss Cleo commercials on TV? We come to find out that later on she was totally not even Jamaican. She was, like, from New York or something. She got, like, sued for a whole bunch of money. Yeah. <laughs> and somebody who got involved, um, like, being on the psychic line, uh, they got trained by, um, it's, it was basically psychoanalysis. Like, they would send you information or how to respond to people based on like their questions. Mm. It's like uh, if you call a company or customer service, they, they give you these canned reactions or responses to whatever your problem is. <laughs> and she created the whole psychic readers network, which was yeah. this whole thing. <laughs> and it went on. Call me now. Um, yeah. She, she was actually born in California. <laughs> <laughs> and Oh, wow. She actually died at 53 in 2016. Oh. Oh, uh, we're not, sorry for joking. I did not know that. But I she that she also voiced a character on um, 2002 Grand Theft Auto by uh, City. And yeah. did some other stuff. So there we go. Um, yeah, anyhow, side note on that whole thing. Which is what happens why, you know, Darth Ellett decides he needs to go out and hurt somebody in TV. Yeah. So we found out that Darth Elliot went through 19 fake psychics before he found a real one. <laughs> didn't work out well, though, since Elliot broke that psychic, which didn't wasn't good. Then we find out Penny volunteers to be Darth Elliot's psychic. He had the beast in his head, after all, at one point in time, so he can kind of deal with it. And if he lives through it, he can buy Julia dinner and they can have a little bit of a moment there. Yeah, I see where they're going with this. Yeah. I'm cool with it. Go yeah, for it. Yeah, it's fine. They need to do something. Yeah. So Penny uh, does this whole mind meld thing with Darth Elliot mm -hmm. and goes in and they kind of, he sees, you know, a woman being killed and actually sees the door and goes in and finds a real Elliot talks to him for a moment and that's you know after he comes back he's not doing so well when he comes back because he almost dies that's where they find out that the monster isn't trying to rebuild his body it's for something much much worse mm, of course yeah of course it is why wouldn't it be so there you go don't trust the fake psychics they'll don't tell you good things all right and during his little thing, they did travel to the place where the stone and baskets were placed for him. Um, the lady that was on the, I don't know, what was it, stone, stone bed or whatever, so sacrificing place, uh, we find out the God of War was there. The, yeah, the altar. <laughs> That's the word I was looking for. The altar. We find out the God of War was there, so we have other gods killing his sister. Mm-hmm. We have so we have other gods killing uh, this girl that was on the altar. So yeah, I guess we're gonna find out what that's all about here later on. Cool. Yep. Okay. So one of the things we do find out in this episode, which is really really interesting about Zelda, mm -hmm. is that her mother was a hedge who died when Wait. Zelda was ten. 
We did not know that. No, we did not. And Zelda knows that Katie will make the best choices because she will sit with the woman that caused the death of the man that she loved. Zelda is the one, you know, because that's why Penny's dead. So, of course, Katie's going to make the best choices for everybody because she can overlook that whole point. Mm-hmm. It's a it's a big thing, and I did like the fact that we found this out. And then you kind of go to the fact that she was rescued after her mother died, which makes you go, so, um, and I forgot what his name is off the bat. I should know. Are you talking about Everett? Everett, yeah. So Everett is the one who rescued Zelda. Did he really rescue Zelda after her mother died, or did he kill his mother, her mother? He probably killed. He's probably another Marina. He probably killed her mother and then made her think that he was her savior. That's kind of what I'm thinking. That's totally where I went with that. Now, Alice goes back into the mirror realm to find the other, uh, to help with all this stuff going on with um, Harriet. And while she is in there, um, she kind of comes out again and there's another part of herself there mm-hmm. yeah there's two, two Alice's more than enough yeah sometimes it's good to have a talk with yourself yeah so they go back in though and when they're looking on stuff there's a book that falls out and Alice picks it up and it says binder that isn't weird at all it just happens right there fate yeah fate or something else come on she's in the mirror realm there's a whole there's a whole weird thing going on there so the other alice takes it with her and they head back to the realm to start working together and i think they merged back together or something because all of a sudden there was two and then there's one i don't sure what happened there but we find out uh at break bills alice walks out with harriet and when Harriet uh, talks to Zelda, she said she could see mirrors and saw, uh, she could see through the mirrors and saw everyone. She tells Zelda that she was being lied to. The blood worm was spread by Everett and not the hedges. Mm-hmm. And she tells him that she needs to take care of Everett. You know, Zelda's mentor, the guy who found her at 10, yada, yada. Seriously wondering. When we will find out when he killed Zelda's mother, you know, like I said, it's it's going to come out at some point. There's a reason behind it. Now, let's go into the interesting part of Fillory. Margaret wants to know what the Napster had to say, and Josh has a talking bunny that tells him that Elliot is alive. Elliot's alive. Yeah, we've been wondering, like, why doesn't Margo know Elliot's alive? But this is another moment. Uh, remember we were talking about earlier about Katie being able to have her own story separate from Penny mm-hmm. and their relationship. Margot has had her own story separate. I think you said this to me last week. Like, Courtney, stop worrying about them. They're going to take care of Elliot. They don't need Margot to do that. She's not joined at his hip. So, right. yeah, she's been having her own storyline with Finn. Exactly. And Josh. And Josh. So, with that news, Margot decides to make out with Josh and they bang some bunnies. Because she was excited. Oh, no, they bang like bunnies, not bang some bunnies. Never mind. Yeah, apparently it's very good. Yes. Josh invited Foremost, who saved uh, uh, Arabaga. Arabaga? Not Ar- Arabag. Arabaga. 
I don't know, whatever his name was. The traitor who was infected by a, a body possession demon spirit, mm-hmm. which means they have a chance to save Elliot. Josh yeah. knows everyone. He just, everyone in Fillory, that's who he knows. So the, he invites everyone over, and, you know, Rue, the queen of West Floria, would like a word with Finn. Now, Brad. Yes. Does Rue look familiar to you? Slightly. Do you know where she's from? Tell me. That is Rukia Bernard, also Doc from... Uh, Van Helsing. Yes. Yes. It is awesome. So it was really cool to see her. And uh-huh. she was very badass and evil in this. As, I love it. As the worlds collide. <laughs> yeah. That was our that was a crossover that we needed. Actually, next time we talk to her, we should bring that up. Like, you were on Magicians. You're Queen of West Loria. <laughs> <laughs> and she wants Finn to uh aid in the dethroning of Margot. She had a vision as well. Mm-hmm. Rue is willing to forego a peace treaty with Fillory once Finn takes over Fillory. And well, bad things have been afoot at the banquet. Yeah. And Finn's not really on board with this because there's beheading on the table and she doesn't want to behead her friend. But there's also talk of banishment, which would suck. Yes. Either way, you know, Josh knows that there's a palace coup going on, tells Margo, who really just wants to find the foremost, you know, but he's a sworn enemy of Fillory, so not there. Mm hmm. Margo tells Tick about this and says, you know, they need to go out there and find this guy. And, of course, Tick just happens to have a violent allergy to sand. (laughs) Of course. (laughs) Uh, Now, we did get a glimpse of the tattoo of the M on Margo's back, which takes us back a little bit. Uh Uh-huh. Everybody still has their tattoos. Yes. And. I think that was season. Was it season two or season one? I think it was season two. When they were yeah. fighting the beast. Yeah, it was season two when they were fighting the beast because they got the tattoos from the dragon. or No, somewhere like that. It was one of the two. And, you know, when she's talking to Finn, she demands that Finn overthrows her right now. She doesn't need to be overthrown. She not only demands it, like, she knew that Finn was the one that was going to be overthrowing her. She knew something was going on. Right. But she Even al- before Finn said anything. Right. But she also knows she needs to be overthrown in order to talk to the foremost. Right. Talk to you foremost, not the foremost. Well, I guess he could be the foremost if he's, you know, one of those guys. Yeah. I like the fact that she's so cool with Finn taking over the throne. Like, she's going to let her friend shine now. Well, Finn, uh, Fillory's in good hands with Finn. That's what I'm saying. And, like, she doesn't feel intimidated or she doesn't mourn the fact that she won't be king anymore. Yeah. I, I love that about Margot. Well, she's, after, she's, she's like, going to save Elliot. That's her goal. That's, you know, yeah. she likes Fillory, but hey. It's yeah, in good hands like with she's Finn. going to save her soulmate. Like Josh is the guy she's in love with, I'm very sure. But Elliot is her soulmate, her best friend. Yep. So, like not soulmate love. Like they yeah. are best friends. Yeah. I'm pretty sure if Elliot ends up with anybody, it'll probably be Q. Right. Oh, I I agree with you on that. Um, we, we know foremost would never talk to the High King or Fillory. So, by order of High King Margot. Oh, I'm mm-hmm. sorry. By order of High King Finn, Mario is banished. Yes. Not only banished, but, you know, branded as well. And because, you know, you got to have that on there so you know that you're banished. And I did love her exiting words. Son of a pig fucker. And, <laughs> and tech, perfect words to remember you by. 
<laughs> they are. It's so Margo. It is very much so. And on her way out, uh, Margo tells everybody to be nice to Finn and that their grandkids' grandkids will fear her. <laughs> yes. Like it, she, she's like the wicked witch of the West cursing them. I just think you just threw that in just because. <laughs> Oh, no, she did. She threw that in just because, for sure. Yeah, be like, nice you will hear her. Or else you will hear me. Margaret wants Josh to stay there and help Finn to keep Villory from blowing up. And for her travels, he made her a simple fig, apricot, saffron, cardamom, plum, danishes that will keep well. You know, He's such a good boyfriend. Simple. <laughs> like, simple is like an apricot danish. Her fig Danish. I mean, that's our complicated, amazing ex-high king, Margot, right. and he knows her well. Also a map and a fully charged iPod with some pop anthems from the 80s, and she exits on a good note. And it's, of course, badass Pat Benatar. Ah. And it just fits out so well. It's just one of those things. <laughs> like... Every time we watch Magicians and they have some really cool pulp, uh, pop reference, it just happens. It's so great. Yeah, and you sit there watching the scene, watching this exit. You are not sad at all. No. She's love. She's on a mission. And you're like, oh, I love this show. I love this show so fucking much. Okay, that's good. <laughs> no, I'm letting you jam on that one. Come on, Pat Benatar. Sing it at the top of your lungs. No. Nope. Well, I drive like a grandma. I'm sorry. <laughs> they hate me on the highway. I stand a slow lane. <sighs> so there we go. That's how we ended. It was awesome. We love it. It's great. Um, I want to hear more of her soundtrack. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. We should ask them to post what, uh, what Josh made for the playlist. I, I, want, I want that playlist. Yes, we do. We should just like, yeah. Listen tweets to uh, um, Josh. Sarah, and say, Sarah Gamble yeah. and uh, yeah. Can we have that playlist? We need to hit playlist. Yeah. If we get it, we'll definitely post it in the Facebook group and uh, on Twitter. I think it'll be awesome. Yeah, everybody. Ooh, everybody, let's do that. Everybody tweet Sarah Gamble. She's one of the executive producers. Also tweet uh, Summer Michelle and um, what's his name? Trevor Einhorn. I think I said that right. I'm sorry if I didn't say that right. To find out what the playlist was. I'm pretty sure they have the whole thing. Like, these guys are so creative. Oh, I'm they sure they do. Somewhere. Yeah, huh? yeah. I'm sure they have the whole playlist. Yeah. All right. You got anything else in this one, then? Oh, no. That was a good note to end on. All right. Well, if you aren't there already, head on over to purefandom.com. Check out some of the other kill articles posted there. You can check out some of our older podcasts for... Siren, Van Helsing, Winona Earp, Krypton, 12 Monkeys, and a whole bunch of other stuff. There are also a lot of awesome writers over there putting out some amazing work. Absolutely. Brad, where are you going this week? I am going to C2E2 in Chicago. I will be up there, and uh, other people from Pure Phantom will be up there. Uh, Liz will be up there, and Jasmine's going to be up there, and Meg's going to oh. be up there. And I'm going to be in my Sub-Zero cosplay. I'm jealous. 
I, I'm not going to be there. Take lots of pictures. Tell everybody I said hi. And you're going awesome. Ninjas do not have cameras, so I won't be taking too much pictures. <laughs> well, you get somebody else to take a picture. Next year, I will be Dr. Doom. Just nice. 3D printing, yeah. it's fun. Until you're doing a print for six hours, and then you accidentally um, trip a breaker, and your power shuts off. Yeah, I'm yeah, I'm gonna have to make a list and send it to you. Yeah. Like, I'm not gonna make you uh, print the Galactica, even though that would be amazing. I don't need a three foot one; like, just a couple of centimeters would do. Oh, I got something I'm printing off for you that I just haven't done yet. It's gonna happen. Oh, see, he's the sweetest, you guys. It's a so uh, what? It's a see when I'm printing off. You'll you'll see it when you get it. Ah, I love this guy. He's awesome. Uh, so he's doing that. I'm going to Awesome Con next month. And actually, I'm going to be... No, I don't think I'm going to be near you. I'm going to Memphis for training at the end of next month. I'll talk to you more about that like when it's close. Um, but close right now. If you are into RPG or Dungeons & Dragons, make sure you check out um, my friend's Kickstarter. It's fully funded and everything. Uh, it says coins and miniatures all in one. It, if you want to be able to track characters and monsters in your tabletop games with these cool, distinctive engraved coins or tokens, uh, go check out Dice Dungeons. Uh, they have uh, something on Kickstarter right now where they have uh, different types of characters and everything and coins. Go check those guys out. It's really super cool. It's fully funded. So if you put your money in there, uh, order whatever, you're definitely going to get whatever you're ordering. And it had, they have like what zombies and skeletons. I'm trying to get them to do like these monster things. Mm -hmm. um, so I'm, I'm like, just send them that too. Like I told them I want banshees. I like like when you want banshees. Yeah. Like I want to role play and I want to be a banshee. Yeah, definitely. Oh, maybe I should do that for awesome time. There's an idea. <laughs> All right. Well, until next time. Until next time, I am going to be Queen King Margo for Awesome Con. I've decided. I like that. It's good idea. <laughs> yeah. Until next time, go binge some Pat Benatar because we belong together. That's it for this episode. Head on over to purefandom.com for more awesome content.